Welcome to episode 42 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. And this time we're going to talk about the third installment of the Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life revival called Summer. Mm-hmm. Makes I... me think of Olaf in Summer. <laughs> I am ready. Chocolate pie at, at the ready, beer in hand. I have coffee and a Luke's <laughs> diner mug, mm. like a real one. I see it. Let's do this. <laughs> Okay, so I'm hyped up for this one because this was my favorite episode so far. I think they found the rhythm. Maybe it's because most 95% of it took place in Stars Hollow. I don't know, but except for like the last 20 minutes, which was depressing. Overall, I was like laughing the whole time. Yeah, a lot and of I wasn't jokes. like yelling at the TV and I being annoyed. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. As much. <laughs> so, but I felt totally felt they found the rhythm. I have twice as many notes this time because it's just there's so many like notable things and funny things to talk about. I didn't want to miss anything. I didn't take any notes. That's great. I just, I just tried to enjoy the show. Thank you for your contribution <laughs> to the podcast. Well, normally I would watch it a second time, but again, we're we're up against the clock here. So there's so many internet there's, spoilers. There's like little subtle spoilers, right? Like you know, yeah, I won't mention them, but yeah, they. They're, they're happening now, so let's. I, I don't want anyone to have to wait for me to take notes. I'll just do it by the seat of my pants. Well, Godspeed. So, let's see. Where do we start? Okay. My favorite things from this episode, man. I mean, the musical. I mean, I love me some musicals. We'll get back to that in a minute because that's like a whole conversation. But little things. Um, apparently, maybe they must be huge Reese Witherspoon fans. What made you say that? There was a totes y'all bag. I saw the totes y'all. Which I also own a totes y'all bag. Because it's classy. Draper James line, clothing line. I would not line, know what that, that means. That Reese Witherspoon owns. Oh. That's it? That's it. <laughs> and <laughs> Lorelai was reading the book Wild while at the pool. Uh-huh. Reese Witherspoon starred as Cheryl Strait in the movie oh. Wild. And then she's going to go do that. Go wild? What did she She's say? She's gonna go wild. Yeah, I wish she said that. I thought she meant something different. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I'm glad it was not what I thought. So lots of Reese Witherspoon nods throughout the show. Lots of Game of Thrones references. That was awesome. Luckily, we caught up with Game of Thrones this summer. Otherwise, thank, we wouldn't have gotten thank them. Thank goodness. I was just tired of people at work saying, "Oh, this is just like Game of Thrones," and I'm like, "How is this conference <laughs> meeting? How is this thing just like Game of Thrones? Everything stop is saying like Game that. of Thrones." And I was like, "Stop saying that." And then somebody, I think somebody I trusted, it was like, "It's a really good show. You should watch it." So then we lamented and we watched it. And thank goodness. There was a bunch of little, su- not subtle, but there was a bunch of references to I it. need a little kid to follow me around carrying my stuff and tell people Khaleesi is speaking. Right. <laughs> I went as Khaleesi for Halloween people, so this is like perfect That little kid almost stabbed Taylor. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> and then saying that the director guy was a White Walker and needed a Wouldn't, crystal sword. Yep, yep, that I was would, awesome. I wouldn't have gotten that joke earlier. That's yeah, good. That was, that was classic. Those are... I laughed really hard in those parts. Um, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, go watch it after you've caught up on Gilmore Girls. Let's talk about the musical, I guess, because that was... was <laughs> all, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I, like, I said it as she said it. Yeah. It's like perfect. It was just out there and super, super weird, but like it's supposed but to be. super Taylor written. It was just, yeah, like. Especially like the modern day um, song that was about all the things Taylor hates, like man buns and spam, not the food, and it was good. And Sutton Foster, the, the gal who stars in the musical, is her name is Sutton Foster in real life, and she's the star of Bunheads, mm-hmm. another Amy Sherman Palladino show that you should go watch. Yeah, she's so talented. 
so talented. She's on Broadway. So, and then also the guy that was her was her ex husband. The guy that in the musical was her husband, Christian Borle. I don't know if I'm saying his last name ex-husband? right. Ex husband, you tell me. He's ex husband. Okay, right. He was on Smash. Also a Broadway guy. Never saw it. Well, luckily I am up on my pop culture references, so wow. that I can save the show. Way to be. So they did a great job, and then her song at the end—I mean, my God, like that was—that was awesome. Okay. And I like how all of the other advisory committee people all loved I, all the other songs, right. but hated that song. Right. It was good. I almost cried. And then her therapist was auditioning and was like the understudy, because <laughs> being the therapist for Emily Gilmore drove her to that, apparently. <laughs> Whatever it is, she's like, or she was just a crappy therapist, like I said before, and yeah. really wanted to be a, a Broadway star instead. That was really funny, and. Um, and let's not forget that one of the members of the advisory committee was none other than Carol King, who sings the intro song for Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. and is, you know, famous songwriter, performer. She played one of her, like, top hits. So she played one of her top hits, and she's like, oh, I have a bunch of songs I've written and never, you know, performed before. Do you want to hear one? You can use those. And Taylor was like, yeah, I don't think that one sounds very catchy. And hello, that was, like, an awesome song. Right. So. That was really funny. And then they just moved on. Like, that's what was crazy. Or that's what I love about the show. But especially this episode. is like they just kept moving on and just like mm-hmm. punch after punch after so, punch. So it's her. It's Grantley Phillips. And then it's the ladies that are the Lala's. Sam Phillips. Sam Phillips. It's so confusing because like Grantley Phillips and Sam Phillips both the same. So that's like that is the, the musical, you know, repertoire for the Gilmore Girls show. So and Carol King also... It, it's not her first time being in the show. She was in the show before and runs the music store and gave Zach banjo lessons. Right. And uh, Lane thought that they were, that he was having an affair. Right. So <laughs> like, I know how people go for these older women. And let's not forget my other favorite part of the musical was the rapping. And at first he starts rapping, you're like, okay, he's going to rap like Hamilton. And he's like, I'm rapping just like, like Hamilton. <laughs> just in case like, you weren't sure that that's like, what they were trying to give a nod to. Right on the nose. Yeah. With it. yeah. And I love blatantly literal things like that. So mm-hmm. that that was just like... Really where like happy. rap songs describe exactly what's going on. Right. Yeah. Right. Or music videos where they're like literally do everything they're, in the song. Like acting out every single part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Some other favorite things were the 30-something gang... There was another Bunhead appearance there, and then also the parents of the 30-something game. Yeah, which is, like, also really close to home. Like, I know that there's a lot of people that are living that life, like, updating their resumes and trying to, like, break in. And a lot of, these, a lot of the universities are telling people that, like, oh, if you go deeply into debt, and then you, as soon as you get out of college, you're making six figures. And it's not happening. It's not happening for a lot of people. And then they are deeply in debt, and they go back to home. Yeah, they're called boomerang kids. Oh, boomer? Oh. Because they... Go out um, and come back? Yeah. Oh, the term. <laughs> nice. That's a cool term. So, I, I mean. I like how they kept trying to rope Rory in because they were like, oh, welcome back, Rory. She's like, I'm not back. And they're like, oh, one, didn't the 30-something gang tell you that? And she's like, I don't hang out with them. Right. <laughs> they kept assuming that she did. So, I guess there's this little clique of people like that in every town. I don't know. I've not seen them. I'm too busy working. And I like how Lorelai was uh, on board with the whole thing until she got introduced to the parents of the thirty something gang and then she was all sudden like, What the heck, you know? Right. (laughs) Also, let's go back to we talked about the pool a little bit, but the pool, like Lorelai and Rory complaining about why are people swimming and it's hot and just stay inside, that's how I feel. What's the point? And then the whole back fat pat. (laughs) I said back fat pat. Again, like the you 
you ha- you have to acknowledge you have to acknowledge that like to be able to body shame people like that joke can only happen if you're just like hey come on let's just be real you know what I mean like let's this is how people talk this is life right and then the kid pee pee in the pool the kid pee in the yep. pool all my pet peeves and then Luke just kicking everybody out of the pool like it was awesome That's that was that stuff. was a funny scene I didn't even know that Stars Hollow had a pool or I guess it's new is it implied that it's I, new I don't know I can't, I, I wasn't paying it uh, I, if they did I didn't catch it and. You're right. In the apartment complex that we were in, had a pool, and we were there for like five years. And I think we went in once. Never. You maybe never. I think I might have gone over there once. Maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> and it wasn't even a pool we had to take care of. Like they took care of it. Not pool people. Yeah, not pool people. I totally get it. Also, we got to see April Nardini finally. She's super cute. She's 22. And hello, doesn't that make all of us feel old that she's 22? No. And then she was all, I'm going to go around state to state and, and, you know, try to legalize marijuana legalize marijuana <laughs> for civil liberties. And lawyers are fascists. And yeah. <laughs> Total college student. And then she was freaking out on Rory. And she was like, oh, I just got that joke. Yes. Because <laughs> she's, was she high right then? I don't know. Maybe No, so. I think she's just nervous about being Maybe. there and, and all the stuff going on. She bought a joke book because she's trying to, like, have humor and yeah. super cute and awkward MIT girl, you know. So. I loved it. Um, and then Luke... You know, you got another taste of Luke and Lorelai and their relationship problems with whole, you know, art, talking about who's going to pay for April to go to Germany and he's paying for her college and her grad school and Lorelai offers to help and he's like, April's mine. I got it. Yeah. These are great conversations to have with a roommate. Right. right? <laughs> and the whole time you're just like, Emily was right. Emily's, Emily's so right. right. I like, wish Emily was here to hear uh, this. But then, you know, that's what makes me sad is there are married people that are like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they still have his and hers and that kind of thing. So, I don't know. Richard and Emily did it right. So, I mean, I know that they weren't perfect, but it's one area that I think they got correct. Speaking of Emily, she's depressed. Poor lady. She has a TV tray. Yeah. So, you're you're leaning more towards depressed now and not, like, dementia. Right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm no, with you. Yeah. And it, and it changes people. Changes. She slept until noon. Yeah. And she's one that was like up before the crack mm-hmm. of dawn. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, one of the other things I thought of when the, when she was walking away with the at the uh, cemetery with the guy that, that runs the place, or was, at least was handling the, uh, the headstone for Richard, was that maybe she's found lots of, like she's, she has an idea of what it needs to look like in her head and where like normally she would let it go. But now that's another friend, like that's a conversation she gets to have with an adult uh, or another person about, you know, the whole proceedings and like the the type, type font and there's a quote or double quote and that kind of thing. I think she, I mean, she gets fixated on things and she's a perfectionist and she doesn't have a lot to do right now. You don't so. think it's just, okay, she's just like also enjoys having somebody else to talk to? I think she enjoys having, finding something wrong with things. Right. She always has. I don't think that's anything new. But I think that's just a very normal Emily type thing. She's also getting it fixed, unlike the portrait, which was she spinal she tapped and yeah. <laughs> didn't let go. Um, this is she is actually getting fixed the way she wants. Yeah. So yeah, um, also because I think it's one. It's like that's the house, right? Where so it's like her. She has to look at it and deal with it. But for Richard, like that's his, uh, you know, his plot, his gravestone, right? So. But the whole TV tray thing made me so sad because that's just what, you know, lonely old people do. And mm-hmm. you don't want to think of Emily that way. And just because Richard's gone doesn't mean she can't go out. And I'm, I commend Rory for checking on her and encouraging her to get out. Yeah, totally. And then she did. 
She got a little boyfriend. And then <laughs> not literally, but just that was blown out of proportion. It was a guy that is being nice and being there for her. He's a widower, so he's got he gets it. Right? He's her boyfriend. Not his other boyfriend. But even if he is, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, okay. but like you start selling like Lorelai. Don't be like, you're starting to sound like Lorelai. I'm happy that she got a boyfriend. But he doesn't have a, it's not her boyfriend. It's just a guy that is being nice and being supportive, right? Even, a friend. But even if it's her boyfriend, that's fine. I just said it was fine. You're still. <laughs> I don't think that it literally is. There's not enough time in this season for it to be her boyfriend. You don't know. They don't there's have only, a lot of time left. There's only they one episode people, left. No, I mean, old people don't have a lot of time, and they have to move quickly people. with their relationships. They might, but I'm saying, I don't think that they're going to even bother trying to establish whether he is or is not the boyfriend. Well, Lorelai Definitely was really rude her. about it. Totally. She's ridiculous. She doesn't even check on her mom at all, and then she's mad that she's like, found a friend. Yeah. I'll put friend in quotation marks since I can't call him boyfriend. Thanks. Just a friend who's a boy. Yeah. But I, sometimes I wonder, and I guess this is just good writing and also good acting, but do you think that Lorelai is sort of stuck perpetually at 16 when she's there? I think so. Because, like, she didn't have a bunch of the growing up that you would do from, let's say, you know, 15 or 16 until full-on adulthood. I'm not saying, like, 18 adulthood. I'm talking about, like, when you're in your late 20s or when you first start having kids of your own. And you're you you got to be around your parents at your home, or you know go off to college and or, you know get a new job. She had got sort of thrown into being a mother early, and so when she's back at home, it's just she just reverts back to her sixteen year old self. Well, and she also left home such a young age; she didn't have that natural like graduating from her parents that normal. Like, yeah, like the do. leaving the nest. They, kind they, of they moment. left on bad terms and didn't speak for years. So it's like they both they kinda of both go back. I mean, you know Emily goes back to it too as she was brought yeah. up with a therapist too. Yeah. So I think they just go back they get back in that like they're in like this stuck in this loop that they can't get out of. Mm-hmm. But Emily put her in her place. I mean, definitely nothing wrong with her mind there. When she put Lorelai in her place, and like when they got done fighting, you were like, "Oh, Emily is good." Uh-huh. <laughs> Not just Emily is good, but like the actress is good. I was like, yeah. "Man, she's nailed it." And she was like, "Do you and your partner even talk?" Right. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. And walked out like yep. a boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. And then that led to Luke and Lorelai fighting, which we'll get to in a minute. I I want to. They're fighting in the diner, save, or they're yeah. Because I wanna, they didn't really fight at the house. But yeah. I want to save those. The, the fights, the other fights for the end. What are those fights? The Lorelai and... and the, the Rory, yeah. I okay. Wanna, I want to get back, do some of the other funnier stuff. Um, so the secret bar yes. was awesome. <laughs> so good. They're all 5 And it was just Taylor, and they just right. like closed everything up, and they had like this sign. If you turn it around, it was brick. It was like painted brick on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> so good. Everyone so like good. assumed their positions. And their shirt said, shh. Yeah, <laughs> it was in an alleyway. I thought it was gonna be like in someone's den or something. It was just an alleyway. The other big thing that happened at the secret bar was that's when Michelle told Lorelai that he wants to leave and he's you know looking at a job at like the W in mm-hmm. New York, which is big time. Yeah, W's nice because his husband ordered a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "What? He's, maybe it's coming in the mail. I'll have to check. I don't know." And I like how he was like, "Fatherhood is gonna be a lot of pretending for me." <laughs> <laughs> and he was practicing to not sound like a child molester. He was doing pretty good. That was all really funny. I loved all that stuff. So, And then the Star's Hollow Gazette. So Rory's having her little 
quarter life crisis, and so she finds out that Star Hollow Gazette is getting shut down because the editor died. Mm, no, he, he retired. Oh, retired. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I, I thought they were gonna like show him for a moment because he said that like you know fishing and going out on his boat is more important to him than doing this stuff. He retired. And I thought that they were like, if you found out that somebody's going to come back and replace you, you know, as editor, you might come out of retirement for like a week and show them the ropes. No, no. And she also, had Esther and Charlie, yes, yeah, Nana's Doss. <laughs> so dumb. And I don't know. Like my brain starts racing. Like I like to like sort of imagine if I did live in Stars Hollow and I was the editor. Like I might. Like I, I would, I would hire people. I'd hire all the thirty-somethings and well, have you're them not write getting stuff. Paid. I don't she wasn't know. getting paid. She wasn't which, getting paid, you're right. Yeah, but, which did make sense because they said it was profitable. I guess that's why it's profitable because they weren't paying. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But then they like, and then when they had to go out and deliver all the newspapers, that was a cute scene with like the music of like these boots are made for walking. Yeah. That's like, that's the type of stuff that I was like, okay, they're back. They're yeah. like back to their like groove. It's of, definitely a very cute, a cute scene. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Same thing on the handing out newspapers. I would have hired somebody to do it. And like, why didn't you get Dewey and Brandon to do that? They did. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Of course. And <laughs> they're like telling them the directions, right? Right. Good old Dewey and Brandon. <laughs> Made the show. Breakout roles for these yep. two actors. Yep. So, Jess is back. Or had a, well, an I mean, appearance. Like he had an appearance. Yes. yes. And he's not back. Like, Rory's back. Right. I mean, she's not back. Right. right. So Jess nice. can't. We got to see Jess. Then see him. And then the lady. No, no, no. The, the, best, the whole, best line of the whole episode was when he walked in and Rory's introducing Esther and Charlie to Jess. And she's like, I remember you, punk. Punk. <laughs> so awesome because the whole town hated Jess. Yeah, this is the timing on it. And punk and like the old school meaning of the right. word. Like just a punk. And like, I like that because it's like, yes, that's he how was. I feel about it. He's a punk. He was a punk. He's a he was just punk. a punk. <laughs> I'm glad to see he's grown up, but he mm-hmm. was a punk when he was a teenager. He knows it. Yeah. So it was nice. I think Jess always, when he comes back, he gives Rory a little like motivation to like get her life together, you mm-hmm, know, and mm-hmm. give her the idea for the book. So, um, I don't know about the book. I feel that's a little easy yeah. pop out idea. You mean for the for the for like for the, Rory for Rory? You mean in her life, or you mean for the show Both. to give her a thing to it's have been a? Done. To, it's been done. One Tree Hill did that. Come on, I didn't watch that show. I know you didn't watch that show. Todd Michael Murray Road Book. And about came, the and Ravens, came, and then they made a movie like in the show about it. And was like, that like the last seasons of it? No, it was like the, in the middle of in it. In the middle of it, okay. But then the rest of it carried on as them writing yeah. the book and or having written That's the book. That's how he and became an back. author, and like because he wrote about them. And so I feel like it's a little bit about that. And it's like okay, she can't find success doing anything else, so let's just write about. People write books all the time. I guess you I read just, those books. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like it's it's too easy. It's like like I said, it's been done a lot. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It, it kind of it falls in line with like what I would want for Rory as a character, like to succeed in life. And being a, a book author is fine. Like, what if she writes many books and this yeah. is the first one? Right. If she writes other books, that's fine. But for like to be the one about her and her mom, it's like, come yeah. on, be a little bit more creative than that. I don't know. I don't know either. Lorelai was not happy about it. Yeah. Which I get. They're gonna, they're gonna air out her dirty laundry. I, I don't blame her. Yeah. She's like, I don't want my mother. No, and I get that. I totally get that. So I'm not mad at her. Um, but then, and Rory's like, well, you, you know, she expects her to just support her and she's going to do it anyway. And it just feels, that feels a lot like their fight when Rory dropped out of Yale. Hmm. And Lorelai was right about that too. Totally, so totally. I feel like, and I like how she uh, 
brought up Logan and she's like, oh, you're going to include Jess and Dean and, and Logan. And how she was super annoyed that it was Jess's idea. Yeah. Really. Because their relationship was never good. No. So that she was, kissed. yeah. That scene, I mean, it was sad to see that fight. But I, like, I kind of took Lorelai's side in that. So so the show ended kind of a, you know, negative note. Lots of turmoil that they need to wrap up. It's the last they got, they got one. fall. Fall better <laughs> fix everything. Fall better fix it. They got one episode. And I liked how the song lyrics of that last song that Sutton Foster sang, where she said, this should have all worked itself out by now. That's kind of how we all feel. Like, shouldn't they have all, like, yeah. figured it out by now? Like, this is going to be tough. She's got to come back from the trail. That ain't easy. Yeah. Right? If she even goes. Right? Which, I I mean, yeah, Luke was like, you're going to eat, be outside and, like, cook for yourself, and Dewey and Brandon can go with you. <laughs> right? She knew, knew it was up. And yeah. she was like, I know. I already asked their moms, and they said no. <laughs> so she already, like, checked <laughs> on that. It's gonna be tough to wrap stuff up. I mean, Logan's got to get with Rory at the you know at the end. How they <laughs> well, gonna that's get, not looking good. They just broke up, even though they weren't together. He's, how are they gonna get married in one one episode? That's challenging. I, don't know. I think they could do it with some more of those one week later's. Oh, I like the one week later. That was helpful. Thank you for throwing that in. That helped some t- me understand the timeline mm-hmm. a lot what they, better. What if one month later they show them he breaks up with old French lady? And he gets together with Rory. Okay, and I don't like where they're making... Are they trying to, like, say, no, you can't be Team Logan because look at all the bad things Logan is doing? He did everything but, like, punch a puppy in the face. I know. In this episode. Like, he's, his fiance moved in. Because at one point you're like, okay, As maybe... As fiancés maybe, do sometimes. Because you were like, okay, maybe him and his fiance won't work itself out. Yeah. She lives in another country. Right. She moved in. Mm. And he was still going to have Rory come. And be a little thing on the side in a hotel. That's just shady. It was, well, it's like, it's more shady than what they were doing before, but yes. I mean, it was all, I wasn't happy with that before, yeah, that setup, yeah, but yeah. it's even worse now. Way worse. And I just don't like it, and I'm not happy, and I feel like they're doing it to make you not, not like, him. like it. I know. Like, I don't like being manipulated like that. They're definitely, they're definitely setting you up to fail here. Yeah, that's, that's kind of messed up. I'm not happy about it at all, if anybody cares. It's going to be it's gonna be awkward. It's gonna be it's gonna be awkward transition from that to them being perfect and married at the end. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think they could pull it off though. Well, I don't know. I we we do know that it's not the last we've seen of Logan because we did get a hint at we in the previews they did show like life and death brigade scene. Oh really? Because they haven't shown those actors yet, and hmm. I know they're going to be in it. So, um, unless it hit the cutting room floor. No. That's we're getting Life and Death Brigade. All right, we Damn might. it. <laughs> if we're not, I'm done with the show. Okay? Right, I'll, I'll hold out. Hold I won't even do the last episode. I'll just be like, drop hold my out. mic and leave. But we'll know shortly after we air this podcast. We'll go watch the, That's the true. last one. As soon as, we air, as soon as we finish doing this one, we're going to go watch the last episode. And then we're tomorrow. We're going to record that one and we'll post them both tomorrow. And then we'll be done. Done and done. Um, but wait, we're not done talking right now, though. I got that. So Luke and Lorelai's big fight, I mean, it was a long time coming, I think, about, and yes, Lorelai left Emily's all mad and was mad at Rory and Emily, um, but it did prompt her to, like, get into it with Luke about what are they doing, mm-hmm. and he was like, he called her out, he was like, you define this relation, you set it's, this you all set up. All, yeah, she did, she was like, I'll, she even took the card from him for the realtor, right, like, mm-hmm. and... The like in, in previous seasons, she was like protecting him from that crazy, and well, I think not that, just that, but he just she just set up how they like how they have like separate everything and like just the way they like 
yeah. interact. Yeah, and I, and I think that's fine as long as you talk about it, right? You just like you be open and say like, yes, this is another uh, you know time where my family who doesn't have proper boundaries is trying to get involved in ours, and I'm I'm stopping it here. Like you just be open about it. But as soon as she starts lying, that's where it starts to fall apart because then he's not a partner. He's not there. He doesn't know all the backstory. Like she was pissed that she got caught off guard, right? Which is the same thing that she was doing or potentially doing to him by lying. Right. I feel like they've done this dance before and they should know better by now. But maybe she'll take some time on her little trip and then she'll come back. I'm not worried. I know they're going to get back together. I think she's literally, literally going to go on that trip. In the previews, they showed her out in the mountains. Oh, really? Yes, in like a God, scene. I, I gotta rewatch that thing. Maybe what'd you watch it like a dozen times? Like, Maybe in slow motion to dissect things. <laughs> hey, I can see that. All right, she's gonna. Do I did this for the viewers or the listeners, not viewers, listeners. Okay. Smart. What do you think her trail name is gonna be? I don't know. Something to do with coffee, probably. Because like coffee is like her life. Mm-hmm. Or... I like coffee bean. I don't know. Dark Coffee roast. Boot, I don't know. Coffee boot, dark roast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's rough stuff. Like, you can't just go out there and do that. That's... Especially if you're not outdoorsy. Like, yeah. That's... Is that what got the... Well, and then who's going to... Is she going to... It's her plan to, like, do this while Michelle's still running the inn? Like, because otherwise, who's going to run it. the inn? Yeah, she's very impulsive sometimes. Such a free spirit. So, um, she's got responsibilities. Um, I like how Luke was all pissed and he was like, well, I have to go back to the dragonfly and put mu- muffins in the oven for tomorrow morning because Sandra Lee canceled because the Barefoot Contessa told her, or Ida Gardner, who was the Barefoot Contessa, told her you know, not to work for you. <laughs> so um, that was like how many Food Network I don't know, chefs yeah, they've referenced all, now. All they're, the famous chefs. They're going to pop ups at the dragonfly. And poor <laughs> Luke was having to like host Tuesday Burger Day because he still hasn't hired a chef. Yeah. And so... I'm not like this is one of those cases where like she doesn't get how much he works, how hard he works to like yeah. do stuff like that. Yes, that he might also be having to go and take biscuits out, you know, in at night because I'm ready she for a five, six a.m. She expects it, but also on the flip side, it's it's goes back to their lack of communication. He should be talking to her about yeah. that stuff. He doesn't you know have to be a wet mean? blanket. He should just right do it. Yeah, I mean, no, no, you, you still do it, but I'm saying, like, in, in your communication, you talk about, yeah. like, hey, honey, I've got to go do this thing tonight, you know, because for this, the thing that I also do for you. And he also comes home and, like, cooks her dinner almost every night, too. Right. She takes it for granted. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she takes, she takes it for granted. Maybe sure. going out into the woods will be good for her, because she'll see how hard it is to rough it, and then she'll appreciate Luke. Or she'll eat some berries. Wrong the movie. Wrong, the, oh, is that the wrong movie? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I know I don't have any doubt in my mind that they will get back together and work things out by the end. Will they be married? I don't know. But they will be back together, I'm sure. They won't get married. You can't have two weddings in the same <laughs> episode. That's ridiculous. Oh, right, because you still think that Logan and Rory are going to have a wedding. Yeah, why not? If they do this thing where it's like a dream sequence and it's a wedding. Oh, and then they pull the rug out from underneath I'm you done. and it's not? I'm done. That's gonna... just mean. That's just like... <laughs> Taking my heart and shattering it into a million pieces. Just cancel your Netflix account? Yeah. <laughs> canceling this podcast, canceling everything. Close your laptop. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> Turn a table over. That would not be nice. All right. Also, we need Paris back. Why wasn't she in this episode? She's had the best scenes in the last two episodes. Why wasn't she in summer? They We saw Doyle for a second. Who cares? Yeah. But... <laughs> he's... Maybe, I know... Look, I'm Team Paris. I got it. I'm not right. Team Doyle. Are you Team Doyle? No, I'm just. 
I don't know that I ever cared one way or the other about Doyle. You have to pick a side, she said. What? Who's picking sides? They're getting divorced. I know, but can't you just also like nope. both of them? All right, I'll, I'll pick Paris. You have to pick Paris. So I do like how Rory, when she was trying to figure out what to do with her life, she said, maybe Paris will let me be one of her surrogates. She's always liked my teeth. <laughs> that was awesome. So good. <laughs> I can see her doing that too. And like putting her not, she wouldn't be a bargain basement breeder either. No, no it's top of the line. Yeah. And that's why we need more Paris. Totally. Lines right. like bar- bargain hopefully, basement breeder. Come hopefully on. she'll make it into the last episode. She has to. But even if she doesn't, it's going to be fine. She had her moment. No. We need more Paris. Okay. Um, a lot to wrap up in the last episode. Maybe it would be like a double long episode. Did we check the time on it? No. Each one is 90 minutes. Oh, man. I'd watch 180. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's the bigger fan here? I'm just saying like, <laughs> man... I'm and glad we got a lot of coffee. I thank you. And you're you're saying people are petitioning to have a of like a book? No, not have a book made. Petitioning. People to are have petitioning the, to have it turn into a regular show again. Of course. Yeah. It's like a crack addict. <laughs> like trying to, like man, let me get a little more, man. Come on. Like you know what I mean? Like people can't stop. They're gonna be hounding all the execs over at Netflix and maybe camping out in front of their building. Hey, and they have the money. They got Netflix money. They can do that. I mean, no, they could do another yeah. show. You're got, but yeah. but I don't know that. Amy has it in her, you know what I mean, or that that it makes sense. I to don't go. know. I was I wasn't thinking that they would until this episode. Like I said, but it was just so many things were well done in this episode. Yeah, that was, I, here's the thing that I like about this. Uh, what I like about Stars Hollow and the world of Gilmore Girls is that you can live in that world, right? Like you don't have to. This is what I was hoping that um, the the Walking Dead would be because. It's a zombie genre, right? And it's done. It, it was done pretty well in the first season. And there's so many things that you can do in a zombie apocalypse, but they screwed that up. It was always about like moving to some next place, fighting some zombies, killing some people, that kind of thing. Well, there's like over rinse, lather, rinse, repeat with that. But you could, if you develop some actual some really good characters, you could live in a zombie world, right? The same way that I'm interested in how. I'm interested in the last 10 years. I want to know all the little things that happened in Stars Hollow. and I don't, They don't have to be drama-filled. They don't have to be someone doesn't have to die or become pregnant or whatever. And you, there doesn't have to be like a murderer on the loose. None of that drama has to happen where you can still have valuable content with the characters interacting with each other because you know who they are. You know what, what Taylor's likely to say. And then to see him get close to it or say exactly what you thought like feels good you know, to watch these people interact. And so, I don't know. They, they, maybe they could do it longer. So, well, let's, let's dissect what you just said, because that was a lot. First of all, I think you're probably the only person who's ever compared Stars Hollow to The Walking Dead. What? No, I'm not comparing them. I mean, like, I just think, think about, oh, I thought I wanted you to be like this. What? I like zombie worlds. Right. I like post-apocalyptic I know. movies and, and content. So, I want, I want to, like spend time in that world in my mind and I don't think that there's any rush to like have to get somewhere or kill off more characters right well and that's why I think that you know the first 70 minutes of this episode it was I was laughing the whole time Mm -hmm. because it was just no drama stars hollow fun that was happening it was the last 20 minutes where all the drama happened right with all the fighting and the and the Going wild like and stuff. The Gazette but needing a new editor, the, the, musical. the musical happening and it getting reviewed or like, you know, critiqued by, you know, counselors. 
all that stuff I love. Right. The town hall meeting, the air conditioner in the town hall meeting. I love it all. Yeah. Um, well, and I think that that song, Stars Hollow, that they performed about like, well, everything's bad in the world, but come to Stars Hollow and they've got a new sewer system and all that. That was like perfect because that's how you feel. It's like mm-hmm. everybody wants to live in Stars Hollow, right? right? We should just create our own. I mean, like a separate community called Star, yeah. or like a Stars Hollow 2? Hollow Stars. <laughs> Hollow Stars. <laughs> Like the diorama. There's a diorama. Like, they pan over to the other Jesus. kids. <laughs> I love Jesus. I love Jesus. They pan over to the kid who doesn't talk. Yeah, that's right. The track didn't know that just like the, the little voice box track was messed up. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back, go back and watch the Liver, no, liver Let Diorama no, if you, episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're not a real Gilmore Girls right. fan. Stop listening. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like I've Yes, maybe one day we'll create our own Stars Hollow. And that's what... They should just like. What about that depot place? A uh, Washington Depot. Was yeah, is it for sale? At? But here's the thing: it snows there. Uh, so with the cold, mm-hmm. not like the fake cold not they the got on the, ba- the WB back lot, right? <laughs> the real cold. What if we just moved to the WB back lot? Can you do that? I can do water? anything. Like, what? Look legally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's different. All right, how about this? Zombie apocalypse. We we barricade that thing off. Oh, it's the best of both worlds. That's right. <laughs> just Hannah Montana. That I was, I was like, oh god. How about the vapors over here? That'd be perfect. Zombie apocalypse happens. We go there. We we safeguard it. Right. We'll ring up Alexis and Lauren Graham. And be like, hey, come on down. We got the place. Right. And they start calling all the people that they barricade know. Barricade the Hell yeah, man. I'll teach Taylor how to shoot. We and we'll just keep Luke's zombies. diner all the time. And we could eat at Luke's diner. We could we would knock over the gazebo. We'd have like the in the center of town you like grow food there and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. I like this plan. Oh, we could get Suki back since she knows how to grow food now. Right. Yeah. That was her little project she went off to do. Suki will be there. But not Liz and TJ. In they can't bring that cult. weird no. vegetable cult over here. I have to say, if that cult is the reason why they're not in the show, like let's keep that. Like if I don't want to see them in fall. That would be awesome to not see those characters. I think, I think they're done. Good. Well, they brought. They talked about it again. So, well, that's what Jess is going to like be doing, bringing his mom back. What's the whole fourth episode? It's just about that. <laughs> Another reason that I'll stop watching it. Okay. I don't think it is though. I doubt it. I'm I'm excited about the fourth episode. I can't wait to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we can go watch, watch it. it. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta give us credit. Come on, we. If we weren't doing this podcast, we would have already watched all four by now. Yeah, we'd be one of those weirdos that stayed up until six in the morning watching it mm-hmm. and banged through it. Definitely. That was our plan initially. And they were like, well, if we do the podcast, and they're like, we'll just do one episode at the end. And they're like, no, we should do one for each. So we have been dedicated. Mm. So give us some credit for that, you know. Um, so we're going to go watch the last one, but you'll get to hear both of our, our recaps of this show and. I reckon our the next, next one will be the last one. Last one. We'll probably go a little bit long. Our podcast has been like 30 minutes or so, but the last one, we'll just like sum it all up ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to go 180 minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to go 180 minutes. Nobody wants to hear you talk for 180 minutes. I don't want to hear you talk for 180 minutes. All right. Maybe longer than 30. Maybe 35. Okay. <laughs> if people want to leave comments, where can they find it? GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. Awesome. And we're on iTunes. You can leave us reviews there. But for comments that you want to, like, interact with us, it would be on our website, GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. So we're going to go watch the last episode now, and we will be back online tomorrow with our recap.